0: It is your classic metal show right here on the dot com. That is uh George Lynch from a sacred groove uh release with uh We Don't Own This World. And we opened up the show tonight uh with some uh Aldenova with the monkey on your back and uh wound up there with uh Jafria tear me down and the guy to tear you down and kick you in the teeth is my partner and friend Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? the gremlins got you is that what happened i don't know man i just had to unplug the mic and then plug it back in and it just cleared right up i don't know must have been a static charge or something bumped it or something i don't know what it was it was weird it just it as soon as i uh unplugged the uh xlr cable it just went pop
1: (laughs) it's better that it happened to you than me because you know me i'd have been like fuck this i quit i'm done
0: going to bed <laughs> yeah well that's one of the things you just can't panic you just got to know your equipment and go yeah well maybe if i try this real quick exactly yeah. <laughs> so yeah for i think it just was like a bad static charge to be honest with you well sounds good now yeah we're fine i mean as soon as i unplugged it and, and just dis dis uh uh what is it uh de, charged it is that the word i guess uh everything's fine now so here we are we're back Oh, cool. Hi, kids. Hi, kids. Sorry for the little
1: uh, interruption, but that rarely happens. Yeah. Well, fuck them if they can't take it. You know what? You can have every bit that you paid back. Yeah. Well, at least
0: they got one extra song out of it. Yeah. Yippee. Yay. <laughs> well, you know, I tune in for the music. That's what I listen for. That's why I buy Penthouse for the articles. That's right. <laughs> Well, here we are. We're back. Uh, what tomorrow is the first of March, right? We're already almost a quarter through this fucking year. Unbelievable, isn't it? Seems like we just did the best of shit. Yeah, here we are. We're almost uh, three months deep already. I know, but yep, moving fast. Yeah, it is. So, uh, yeah, here it is, uh, and it's getting warmer too. And that's that's the thing. The the you know threat of any real horrific winter is is coming to a close.
1: Well, maybe for you, it's snowed here all
0: day today. Well, yeah, and- we got some snow here this week, but it wasn't anything that bad. And it's going to be like 53 or 54 here tomorrow.
1: Mm, well, you can keep that. I I prefer shitty weather on the weekend so that I can make money with pinball PA. <laughs> yeah, so. there you
0: go. There There is a upside to everything, isn't
1: there? There is. And boy, the shitty weather the last few weeks has just been, just made pinball PA my personal ATM machine. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs>
0: Well, there you are. So uh, there is a, uh, as as there as the old uh, saying goes, there is a silver lining to every cloud.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, my lining is made with green, my friend. Yeah. Made with green. Well, good for you. Well, uh, you know,
0: uh, this week hasn't has been very uneventful for me, aside from all this uh,
1: hoopla about this uh, coronavirus. It's gonna get us all. Yeah, well. Got to put something in the news to cover up getting your ass beat from the, um, you know, the impeachment hearings. Yeah, but it's going to yeah. get us. It's going to kill us all. Whatever. Enough with that bullshit. <laughs> just like, just like, just, this is like SARS or, or everything else. Remember, I, Dude, somebody posted somewhere that the list of things every year or two, that's going to kill us all, whether it was the ozone or you know, pollution or, you know, it's just every fucking year. There's something that's going to kill us all. You know what? When it does kill us all, then we will be dead. So yep. Don't fucking worry about it. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, that's funny. You bring up that uh, hole in the ozone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Remember in the eighties back, it was the, what was it? Uh, it was probably like the mid eighties. That's all they talked about. There's a hole in the ozone. Everybody's going to get skin cancer. There's yeah. a hole
1: in the ozone. Burn. You're going to go outside and burn to death.
0: Yeah. You're going to get cancer because, because there's nothing to block the sun's rays. That's right. You know, and now it's, there's too much ozone because now we've got global warming. All that warm is being trapped on the earth because, because there's too much moisture in the air.
1: Yeah. It's just never ending. (laughs) Well, we got to manufacture a crisis all the time, right? We have to, and like I said, they got to cover up the fact that they got their asses spanked in the fucking um, impeachment yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think back, you know, it, it, you know, when it comes to natural
0: disasters, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how do they explain the Dust Bowl back, uh, back in Oklahoma? Remember the Dust Bowl?
1: Yeah, of course it was. It, it was made from you know the the pollution that came off of making um, covered wagons. <laughs> There was pollution from that that caused that dust. Yeah, of course. Lack of trees. Yeah. For wagons and houses.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That was, that was before the real industrial age, but somehow that happened. I I can't imagine what, what would have caused that? Yeah. I don't know. We didn't have
1: plastic straws then. I don't think. Did we? Must have been the gases coming off the sparks from those hammers going into those nails. (laughs) Must have been all those forges making horseshoes. That's right. All that melted steel putting gas in the air. (laughs) How ridiculous! People are just dumb motherfuckers. Well, again, it's just this.
0: It's I just don't understand why everybody is so hell bent on. We're gonna die.
1: We're gonna kill us. Here's the newsflash. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry. You're going to die anyway. Whether it's from man-made shit, a car, or old age, you're going to fucking die.
0: Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing is that uh, we, uh, we are long past. We are, we are decades and decades past where we developed the most destructive weapon on the planet that would have been the atomic bomb. Yeah. And then we, we, you know, we, we developed the nuclear weapons, but Mm -hmm. yet, but yet somehow we're still here.
1: Well, think about it, dude. So you've got these nuclear weapons. Okay. And, and ultimately somebody could put one, set one off and kill you now, like in the next 20 minutes, you look me, you, everybody could be legitimately dead in the next 20 minutes. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So what fucking good does it do to worry about it? Nothing. What what will that worry let's say you are worried about? It. Let's say you're worried about the coronavirus. What fucking good is worrying about it gonna do if it actually does come and kill everybody? Right. You gonna somehow live five minutes longer because you worried about it? <laughs> because well, you stayed in your house or whatever? I mean, what the fuck? You think your mailman is staying in his house? Whatever that virus is gonna be on your fucking mail, on your groceries, on your fucking food, on your um you know, your bills, everything. If it's meant to kill you, it'll kill you. So stop fucking worrying about it. Yeah, People stink. They hate
0: people. I know. Well, again, it's everybody buying into the hype all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, buying into it. Remember, remember, uh, you know, not that this isn't a real thing, but uh, remember when Lyme disease was kind of discovered or it was sort of an outbreak? If you get ticks, if you're in the woods and you get bit by a tick, you're going to get that Lyme disease. Right. I remember the, what, what was the other one? Uh, our good friend Jack Frost actually had a song about it. What was it? The uh, the, uh, the, what, what was the sickness? It was, um, That's SARS. No. Um, one of his albums was actually about it. Seven witches. I don't know. Yeah. West Nile virus. West Nile. Yeah. Yeah, Remember remember that? That was another one. The West Nile virus. Yeah. You're going to get that. Yeah. Somehow we didn't get any of it. No, didn't happen.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's just, it's just, you know, the fear, just, just keeping everybody in fear all the time. Control the, control
1: the populace with fear. Yeah. Well, we had all these things to worry about all these things that could kill us. And I promise you, I'm going to kill. I'm going to die from self-made illness caused by cheeseburgers. Right. So fuck you. And you're causing me to worry. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I haven't read one story about the fucking coronavirus, Not one. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) I mean, it is what it is. And and the whole thing is, is that, uh, especially here in the States, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Trump administration had taken steps over a month and a half ago about limiting uh, nationals coming into this country from, you know, from China and, and things, you know, yeah. to to try to stave off having that virus being brought into the states. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you were to listen to uh, CNN or any of these talking heads like Don Lemonhead or any one of those. And and the fact that uh, you know the administration is doing everything they can. I mean, what are you going to do? It's a virus. It's you can't stop the common cold and you can't stop the flu. I mean, yeah. what, I mean, what's Trump going to do to stop a virus?
1: Well, and and let's let's get real. You know, you've got this virus that is whatever level of potency it is. Meanwhile, you have nuclear waste dumping into the ocean in fucking <laughs> in in Japan. And there ain't nobody dying from that real quick either, is there? No, not at all. And that's much more active and much more intense than some fucking knockoff flu virus. So just stop with your worry. Yeah. If it gets you, then you die. How about that? Think of it that way. You're going to die anyway. Today might be your day. You might keel over listening to us. I might make you laugh so fucking (laughs) hard that your heart stops. Did you ever think of that? Are you worried now? You better turn the show off. Don't want to die from funny. Yeah people are fucking idiots just fucking idiots yeah. yeah i
0: laughed myself to death
1: yeah people i i just the the level of stupidity and the level of need the level of need to be part of the public conversation is what i find to be disgusting yeah people that's the only reason people are running around in fear is because they need to be part of what everybody else is talking about right they need to have an opinion and the common opinion is to be scared so Therefore, their need to fit in with everybody leaves them being scared. You fucking pussies. Man <laughs> up.
0: Yeah, so that that's our take on it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, pal, and fuck
1: you, virus. Fuck the coronavirus, and fuck all the faggots that are crying that they're afraid of it. Yeah. Just die. Just die early. Don't even wait for the virus. <laughs> Why don't you get the bullet virus and see if it kills you? Yeah. Do that virus. Try that one. The twenty two virus to the fucking forehead. sucking pussies. <laughs> all right. We're off to a
0: good start. Yeah. I'm in a mood. Can I, you tell? I can tell. What what
1: what what has caused your mood? Why why are you in a mood today? I don't even know. I don't even I dude, I don't know. I didn't do anything crazy or different or didn't have any bad day or nothing. I just worked all day. Mm-hmm and and took my nap, got my sleep. I'm, I'm rested. I don't know why I'm fucking angry, but I'm just pissy for some you're, reason. You're angry, Aiken. I I really am today. For I, I was doing my normal where I sit here and I listen to tunes and it usually gets me in a good mood. Eh, I was listening to those tunes. I was like, oh, fuck this song. Next <laughs> song. Fuck this song. Next song. Fuck this song, too. Fuck all these songs. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. Fuck everything. <laughs> well, I don't know why I'm in such a fuck funky mood but i just am
0: well it's I'll, I'll i'll throw the one at you that your mom may have thrown at you when you were younger well yeah. it looks like somebody got up on the wrong side of the bed
1: somebody's got a case of the mondays <laughs> uh, just wanted to give mom a smack when she'd say that uh, did your mom actually say that the wrong side of the bed thing i definitely heard oh not yeah the mondays. not the mondays but the wrong side of the bed Heard that a lot. It's like, what side of the bed is that? Yeah. It's like, all right, mom, I'm going to go back to bed and get up on the other side. That way I'll be cheery. Is that what you fucking want? (laughs) Well, that just gives me
0: an excuse just to go back to bed and just stay there.
1: Exactly. I'll be back in eight more hours. Yeah.
0: No school (laughs) for me today. No work for me today. Mom said I got up on the wrong side of the bed, so I'm going back there. Right. I'm going to do it right this time.
1: Damn straight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Got that right. Yeah. Oh well, hey uh next week uh you'll be uh hosting the show with a uh, with a fill-in host,
1: yeah? Yeah, I'll be me and John will be sitting here so expect me to be angry again dealing with his <laughs> drunk ass.
0: <laughs> so so John gets to step up behind the coveted uh, CMS mic again, huh? He does. He's going to be He's
1: he's already sent me a list of songs. And oh, he's really? Like, yeah, he's, he's already preparing. Oh, he's ready. He's dude. He loves doing this show. Oh, of course he does. Who doesn't? You know, he, he loves being on a show where he's not doing forty three listens in a week. Yeah,
0: it's it's he, he he loves the exposure of being on a real show.
1: That's right. You know, he's you know nerve hurt or counseling going on here. <laughs> Is
0: he still doing that? Yeah, of course. How much discussion can you actually have about Star Wars? oh dude they find a way i I can't even imagine you'd think you'd run out of material after a
1: while you know what dude it's it's like it's like all that other horse shit that's that people are are addicted you would think that about everything not just that like i know you're not on facebook i'm not really on facebook but i am locked into several facebook groups of bands okay Hey, like I I've joined up with several groups of bands and, and truthfully it's because that's an easy way for me to promote the show. Right. It is when we're going to have, if we're going to have Ripper on, I can go into the Judas priest group and post "Hey, Tim Ripper. Owen's going to be on tune in, you know, shit like that. So I'm, I'm involved with a bunch of these groups, every fucking one of these goddamn groups. I don't care what, who the band is everyone, whether it's Judas priest, Dokken, ac ACDC, Aerosmith, Dirty Honey, doesn't matter. These people talk about shit that nobody gives a fuck about. And they're so fucking passionate about it. It'll be like, what was your favorite track seven on a Ripper-led Priest record? Go! It's like, all right, well, there's two of them. Which one of the two did I like better? And somebody will post whatever track seven was on Jugulator. Dude, that song sucks compared to fucking <laughs> this one on Demolition, man. And then the next guy will be like, no, fuck you, dude. Jugulator rule. And they just go endlessly. Uh-huh. And it's every band on every topic. It, it, it's like, dude, I I mean I, I do the stuff for the babies. I do their their stuff, and it, it just drives me crazy to seeing people they're like, dude, this album. Was good, but it's not as good as Union Jacks. And then the next guy, dude, no way. Union Jacks blue compared to this. It's like, oh, my God. Can't you just fucking listen to the tunes and say, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. "Yeah, It's like that one. You know, it's like people with their dumb passion about nothing. (laughs) You know, it's always amazing to me. Always amazing to me. Maybe I just don't care. And I, and I love music. You know how I am about I music. I live, I, every I, you know, that's, day. that's no secret. Every minute of my day is spent with some kind of music on or around me. And that being said, I cannot even imagine going into some fucking chat room so I could argue the, you know, that caught somewhere caught in time is better than power slave. <laughs> and let me spend an hour arguing that point. Right. The only time I can do that is when I got a head full of booze when I'm drinking at the bar, because there's nothing else to talk about.
0: Right. Well, maybe, well, maybe these people were stoned or something. Maybe that's all they do is they smoke weed or drink maybe. booze and get on their chat boards and, you know, maybe. Ar- argue.
1: I just think that they're they're and, and I mean, dude, you run into this when you're out running around with docking the, the, the hardcores are retarded with every band i know you don't want to say that with doc and i'll say it i don't care with every band the hardcore fans are the most retarded idiots ever with any band you get you get in front of them and they're just like Dude! This was this is the best that I've seen every tour since 1973, and they're rolling up their sleeve. Look at my tattoo, man. <laughs> Here's my erase the slate. And I'm gonna show you my ass, not so you look at my ass, but so you can see the broken bones. Right. Get the joke, broken bone in my ass. You know, it's like, oh my god, just fucking go away. <laughs> just listen to the fucking music and say, yeah, good, nice collection of 12 songs. Right. Every band, same way. I guess, I mean, there's truth to it. The 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 word fan is short for fanatic. That is true. And the, the hardcore fans are absolutely fanatical. You know, last week I'm at the slaughter show. You would have thought I was seeing the Beatles, you know, at, at the Met Stadium <laughs> with, with the people in the front row. They're jumping up and down and losing their shit. And I'm like. guys do know that slaughter up there right (laughs) you know they're singing singing eye to eye not she loves you right like holy fuck i mean literally people were jumping up and down and dancing in the aisles and freaking the fuck out like and i'm just like jesus fucking christ really
0: well i mean that that just goes back to when we went to see tom Kiefer last fall and the pointing guy
1: but that pointing guy, he's obviously Cinderella's hardcore fanatic. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, that guy with the pointing was it was every bit the ass I'm talking about here. <laughs> I guarantee you he had a long, cold winter tattoo running down his dick. Get it? Long, cold winter. <laughs> That's what it was. It's it, like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it never stops, man. <sighs> People in their bands. Yeah. Did you ever see the did you ever see
0: the movie uh with uh Will Ferrell and um Mark Wahlberg called The Other Guys? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They they were detectives. Yeah, yeah. And and Will Ferrell, he's kind of one of those nerdy guys. He he, he he's just out of step with society, just kind of weird right. and he right. and Mark Wahlberg are, are uh you know detective partners.
1: And so he
0: he says, here, I got you a present. He goes, isn't this a little weird, a guy getting a present for another guy? He goes, well, this just reminded me of you. And he gives him a coffee mug that says FBI on it. right? And it's got the FBI logo on it, but it says female body inspector. right? And he's just like, see, don't you get the joke? You're a cop. I'm a cop. It says FBI. But when you look at it real close, then you go, you see what it actually says. You go, what? Not FBI, but female body inspector. You get the joke? You get it? No. <laughs> and he just <laughs> takes the cup and whips it out the window. Fuck this! <laughs> <laughs> you get it? That's so fun. I can't look at that. I can't look at that cup without laughing.
1: It's too hysterical.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so fu-
1: it's so funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> every time I look, it just it just cracks me up. I I just can't help but laugh every time I look at it. Just gives my heart a good chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I watched that. Uh, that was up on, uh, I think it was like Netflix or something this week. So I flipped on and, it and watched it, you know, just for some mindless entertainment. And it's right, just, just, sure. just a goofball. Sure. Just like that. That's funny. Yeah. Fans, fans are ridiculous. They are. They're kooks. So who's worse? Who's worse? Music fans or sports
1: fans? Sports fans by a lot, by a lot because, because sports fans literally live their life around their sport, their sporting team where music fans, they might go out and tour around with their band, but there's very few of those, you know, I mean, in, in the, in the big scope of things there, any band, no matter who the band is, the biggest band in the world might have. Ten people that tour around and follow him on tour, right? Sports fans, dude. People will, will reschedule weddings around a fucking Browns game. Sports fans, way worse. Way, way worse. Stupid John. John is one of those guys. If 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 somehow John had to get married, if John would have had to get married and there was a Browns game, he'd still be single. <laughs> I promise you that. I promise you that. He'd have been like, "I'm sorry, babe. I can't marry you." Yeah. I can't do it. I, I love you and all, but Browns, for God's sakes, they're playing the Titans this week. I can't miss that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is funny.
1: But, yeah, sports fans, way worse.
0: Yeah, well, well, sports fans, the, the, only, the only thing that I have to admire about sports fans
1: mm-hmm.
0: is their energy because to prepare for a game, you know, a lot yeah. of them have to paint up, dress mm-hmm. up get up early, fix sure. up all the food. They're going to do the whole tailgating thing. Right. So they have to go shopping and they have to prepare and they have to make food and they have to pack the car or the truck. Yeah. And then they have to get their get up on.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of energy.
0: It takes a lot of energy. It, it's a whole weekend thing just to, just to do a game.
1: Yeah. Well, but, but in fairness, we used to do that with, with, with music too you know i'm I'm doing all this ranting and raving and i'm as guilty as anybody of doing (laughs) doing this for both
0: well tell (laughs) tell them see i've I've never gone to that extent i mean i've gone to a ton of shows in my life Mm -hmm. but but it's never been to the to the point to where it it takes hours and hours to get shit together to go to a show
1: oh dude dude when i went to day on the green day on the green started at i think like two o'clock in the afternoon or something we left at nine o'clock in the morning so that we could, when we had, we, we had to pick up a keg on the way cause we needed a keg in the car. Right. So we had to pick up a keg and then we had to run the keg. We had to set it up in the trunk so that we could <laughs> drink the beer through the seat. You know, we could get the cable through the seat to fill our beer up. See, this, that's what I'm talking about. Look at all the uh, preparation work it takes. And then, but then we had to stop. We were, we were driving up highway one there in California. And we had to stop in Gilroy, the home of um, the garlic capital of the world, because on the side of the road, they had all these wine places. So we had to stop and hit every wine place to drink samples of wine. So we were drinking samples of wine. Then we would go and it it was a whole procedure. We would pull in the first place. We would drink a couple of couple of samples of wine. Then we'd go back to the car. One of us opened the trunk and pump up the fucking keg a little bit. So so when we would hit the road again for the next 10 miles or whatever it was, we would, we could fill our cups with beer and drink the beer. So the you day. were,
0: you were mixing beer and wine all day.
1: Fuck yeah. Wow. And then alcohol, once we got to the show, cause then we got to the, you know, then we got to Oakland stadium and then it was, then, then they sold real drinks at Oakland stadium. So we were drinking mixed drinks. We we're drinking everything. Dude, that, that was an out of control day. Just <laughs> full of alcohol
0: <laughs> yeah well but uh but again uh, you know i agree with you about the whole sports fan thing you know especially the the hardcores you know the ones who have to paint their faces and they have to wear you know all kinds of gear and get up and have signs and mm-hmm. banners and and uh got to break out the barbecue grill and they got to have brats and burgers and Got to have the beer and got to have all the, you know, um, uh, condiments and all that kind of the stuff.
1: Like, man. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it's not fun, but I don't know how people do it every week. Yeah. That's a lot of work. That's the part. That, I mean, I, I've gone tailgating the Browns games before and gotten all fucked up and, you know, get there at six o'clock in the morning and party till like 1230. See, this, the see there
0: you go. Six o'clock in the morning at a stadium yeah. parking lot.
1: Yeah, of course. You're out, in the, you're out in the parking lot playing football, getting drunk. eating. You know, it's, it is fun. I'm not going I'm, to, I'm not trying to say it's not fun. And to do it once a year or so, which is more than I do it now, but once a season. Okay. That's cool because you turn it into a party. The ones that get me are the guys that literally own a bus. They bought themselves a bus so that they could have a tailgate team. Right. And the tailgate team goes every single week. And then they, they, you know, they. By this point, they've welded in a special grill into the back of the truck that loads down. You know, I mean, it's a whole fucking thing now. For for some of these guys, you know, I I don't understand that level of craziness. But, you know, again, it's fun once in a while. Every single week, I think not. It's too much. Yeah, it's that's a lot of work. Mm Mm-hmm. You never you never went though to a game like a. (sighs) Like a concert early and sat in the parking lot for like two hours? Yeah, they, up. They, no, because I cause they never drank. Yeah. Because that was always our thing, dude. When 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 we were going to a big show, uh, it, not for some club shit, but if we were going to Blossom or we were going to the you know, Gund Arena or the Coliseum or whatever, if the show started at 7.30, it was always our goal to get there by 5.30. Right. And have at least a case of beer, maybe two cases of beer in the car and just party outside, you know? And then, and then we always did the same thing, such retards as kids. <laughs> we would, we would literally say, we, we'd be like, okay, well, we're going to go in. Like, I remember doing this distinctly with kiss. It was kiss and black and blue. And, um, I, I wanted to see black and blue. Cause I was actually a black and blue fan. Cause you know, I understand the greatness of Tommy Thayer. Right. Of course. So- So I wanted to see Black and Blue, but as I started partying, I wanted to see Black and Blue less and less. So then it ended up being a well, what time you think Kiss will go on? (laughs) Black and Blue starts at seven, so they're going to probably play forty-five, then thirty turnover. We'll go in at eight fifteen, right? And we ended up doing that. We missed missed them completely, and (laughs) and walked in literally as Kiss was taking the stage all hammered and we just had a good time with
0: yeah it. well see that's the thing is i never drank I, I never was a drinker so you know that just was not something that i would participate in
1: right you know exactly
0: so that's just you know that just I, that was lost on me i i know people who did that but sure. you know for me personally that
1: just wasn't a thing yeah for you it's what time does the band that i want to see start okay i'll show up three minutes before yeah pretty much yeah and i don't blame you for that either because who wants to stand there for no reason? Who wants to stand there and listen to now, right? Tom <laughs> left Tom. Uh, no one wants to stand there and hear that shit. Right. That's just awful. Yeah. Standing there when they're tuning instruments is the worst. Now I'm here. Start the show. Yeah. That's how I always feel. <laughs>
0: well, you know, when I lived in California, you know, LA, especially in the eighties, there mm-hmm. were so many venues. Right. To go see a, a show. You could go to the Irvine Amplitheater, you could go to the Pacific Amplitheater, you could go to the LA Sports Arena, the Forum, the Greek Theater, uh, you could go to the Coach House or or the Wiltern Theater or you know, it just there was just a ton of venues. You know, and of right. course, obviously the smaller clubs in the Hollywood area, the whiskey and the uh the um uh Gazaris and and you know um which which became the key club and and the Roxy and you know, you could go to a show all the time. Right. So there were so many places to go to shows that I was constantly going to a show. You you could go to a show every night of the week if you wanted to.
1: Right. Those, those were the fun
0: days, right? Yeah, and, and they were good bands. That's the thing. You yeah. could go see a good
1: band uh, pretty much any night of the week. Hmm. Now you can't. Now you have to go on a Friday or a Saturday or you're pretty much not seeing anything worth the shit. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Unless you pay $300 for a ticket. Yeah, and, that,
0: and that's the thing. I, I, have, I probably have, if not every single uh, concert ticket I ever owned or bought, I, I've kept them in a big envelope, but, oh but I was looking back through some of those, those tickets that I bought
1: mm-hmm. and they were
0: like 15 bucks, $25, you know, right. 35. And then, then I go back to the discussions we've had recently, $300, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, holy shit, I paid $30 to go see, you know, rat and Bon Jovi. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude, it's, it's out of control now. It's, and I hate being this guy, but I have to be this guy now for the first time in forever without even looking at pricing on tickets. I made the, I sent the email about Judas Priest. Yeah. They announced Judas Priest, not till October or something, but I just was like, I I threw an email out to Chip. I said, dude, can you hook me up with Judas Priest? And he was like, yeah, sure. How many you need? You know, he's like, he's like done deal. I was like, okay, cool. And I hate being that guy because I do want to support the bands, but you know, I'm just not willing to pay a yeah. hundred and a half for the the quasi Judas Priest tribute band.
0: More or less. And Well, here's the other thing. I was texting with my sister today mm-hmm. and she sent me a, a screenshot of her tickets to go see Leonid and Fred's over there at the, at the casino by you.
1: At least a hundred a ticket. No, no. Mm-mm.
0: And, and she said, the sad thing is, is that the band Chicago, what's left of them, they're, they're also playing, they're going to play there as well this year, you know, sometime this year. Tickets are like four times as much.
1: For Chicago. Yeah.
0: To go see a third of what Chicago used to be, as opposed to a band that plays Chicago better than Chicago.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she yeah. goes, you know,
0: we just decided we're we're going to go see Leonid and Fred's and we'll probably enjoy it a hell of a lot more and the tickets are way less. Yeah, the
1: tickets are... What were the tickets? 60 bucks? So yeah, something like that. Which even that's kind of expensive for a band with no members of the original band. But. No,
0: but for, for, for Chicago, the tickets yeah. are like 100 and... Uh, I think they're 100 and a quarter.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. And, and I
0: think I think she paid like you know, 40 for Leonid and
1: friends. Right. So that's not, that's that's okay. It's still 40 bucks for a tribute
0: band. Yeah. But it's, but
1: it's five bucks, but but it's a great, it's a great
0: tribute band because they play the music dead on.
1: Yeah. I mean, that in the end, that's what you're paying for these days. More and more is you're paying for the tunes, not the, not the asses that are on the stage. Yeah. You know, I mean, does it matter to, to most people? Chicago wasn't an MTV band. Not really. You know, I don't think, I think if you paraded a bunch of guys with feathered hair and Peter <laughs> Cetera in, in a lineup, I don't think you put them in front of a hundred people. I bet you under 30 would pick out Peter Satara. right? They wouldn't know. Yeah. You know, and and as far as the rest of the guys, anybody not named Neely can't even name them. You're probably right. You know, I, I know there's that chef guy, but he's not even an original, right?
0: No, he replaced Peter Satara.
1: And then there's the guy that blew his head off. Terry Kath, Terry Kath. And then there's the guy that I set up the interview for you with Bill Champlin. Oh, Champlin. Yeah. Didn't you interview lamb too?
0: Yeah. Well, actually we both did. Did we? Yeah. We we did it for the K I E F (laughs) show or K E I F show. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the, uh, Thanksgiving morning show. Yeah. What was he? Mark lamb, Robert lamb, Robert lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big. It left a big indelible mark on my soul. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was a big deal for the
1: KEIF crowd though. Oh yeah, well, they were they were like, holy shit, you know. Meanwhile meanwhile, Scott Clark was was happy that he was getting the third base player of fucking Foghat. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Remember that he was like, well, this guy's gonna be the new Foghat. He's the he was the second base player. Yeah. Uh, and we we're like okay well we'll we'll try and get a guest too yeah we did good on the considering that we were not we really didn't have a leg to stand on to ask for interviews we got chicago and remember we also got nils lofgren from bruce springsteen's yeah band. you did <laughs> and i don't even know how i pulled that off i just i i guess i just saw an email and just approached it and they were like yeah sure
0: yeah look there's call letters in front of this fm uh number well yeah it's a it's commercial radio let's do it no let's do it
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did we had nils lofgren from the springsteen band on. Yeah. <laughs> robert lamb
0: from chicago and nils lofgren yeah
1: for for on the classic metal show yeah <laughs> talk about making no sense
0: yeah no kidding
1: Publicists not doing their job and just saying, "Well, what is this metal part?" Yeah. Ah, oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> oh well, those are good times, man.
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, well, now that now that you brought that up, yeah. Th- now all I can think of is is that uh, I, what was his official title over there? The program director. He was upset with your language.
1: Oh, that. Uh, the he was upset with yeah. What was his name? Mike. Mike something. He was a cop. Uh, I don't I cop. don't know what his, what his position was, but he, he didn't like the language. Part-time cop, full-time pussy. Yeah. Mike something. Yeah. He didn't like the language. I remember he thought I was, I was, and I was, but he, he thought that I was trolling his show because I put in the request for the, um, uh, for the beach boys song that, that Charles Manson, wrote. <laughs> He was like, oh, it's all Request Beach Boys. And I and I requested that. What was that song called? What Will You Do, Girl, or something?
0: Yeah, it was just the Charles Manson penned.
1: Yeah, uh, so when, it was the one song he penned for Dennis Wilson. Yeah, for Dennis Wilson, yeah. <laughs> and I sent that to him, and he's like, I'm not playing that. Yeah. Blasphemy. I was like, why? It's a Beach Boys tune. <laughs> and that
0: guy hated me. Yeah. <laughs> i don't care for the I, I i'm trying to remember what it was that was said what word was used
1: it was like ass or damn or i something. think it
0: might have been That's, damn
1: yeah it wasn't it wasn't like we said cunt or something on the air <laughs> it was it was something that, that we're allowed to say yeah i air. think
0: i think it was damn i think you said something about damn this or something and it was just like i don't care for that language
1: yeah, don't be using those words on our air yeah shut up Shut up, Mike. Go arrest somebody for jaywalking. <laughs> Fucking Enid cop. Um, I just,
0: I just love, I just love people who get hung up on a word. Yeah. Espe- yeah.
1: Especially a very common word. Yeah, damn. One <laughs> that's in the in the Bible, which I'm sure matters to him.
0: Well, you're not supposed to use it. Yeah, well, only the Lord can use that word. Apparently, right? right because he's the only one who can damn anyone. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i did. we had a lot of fun with enid man we did i wish we still had that running i wish scott wouldn't have whatever gone to jail or whatever over whatever he was doing
0: well i think i think the funniest part of the whole thing was we were right in the moose's backyard or the Rev's that, backyard
1: that's what made it the best was that this guy was going to broadcasting school in oklahoma yeah and he kept talking about how he was going to run us off the air because he was going to profession. He was getting ready to be a professional broadcaster. Yeah, scary and talented. We, yeah, and then we plopped down in his backyard with a with a two hour show every week. <laughs>
0: that was that was funny.
1: <laughs> that was fun. That
0: was that was funny.
1: Dude, I, speaking of him, and I know we're all over the map. Yeah, who today. cares? I'm listening to a show you and I did from two thousand thirteen. So it's fairly recent. And was crying laughing. It was the show where it was Moose Radio, not not um dirt talk. Yeah. But it was the show where he was saying that he had done his show for almost a year and like Guitar Center and Jaegermeister weren't advertising with him. <laughs> and we were killing this idiot. oh yeah, oh my God, it was so funny. he's like i've I'm a big supporter, and they're not spending money and and me and you were both like, well, you have three hundred downloads in a year, you know, why would they spend twenty five dollars yeah, exactly <laughs> I mean, we were just killing this
0: fucking ass well that you know that that's one guy there that never has a grip on reality or the business,
1: no, not at all. You know, and I heard from good authority that he, he, uh, he left another friend of ours after like one month because that one friend figured out that he had no grip on reality. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. You, you, (laughs) you cued me in on that.
1: Yeah. He's out of that. He's out of that business already. Metal coffee PR or whatever, right? Metal coffee PR. They lost a client. Wow. (laughs) An idiot.
0: Yeah. A lot of a lot of history in this show.
1: Yeah, well, it's twenty five years. Oh,
0: man, too good.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Well, I I'm going to uh, be on the road next week, and uh, I'm sure I'm going to run into some CMS fans. Yes, I've got invites already. Can we get a drink? So yeah. so Corey Davies. Yes, we can get a drink in Mississippi when I get down there.
1: <laughs> Your drink card is filling up fast Yes, I gotta go hoist a Jack and Coke With the fans That's right And then once you get to be like, dude You think you get me backstage to be Tom?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know how that's gonna go Just just for the fact that Don is still You know, in his recovery mode You know,
1: so I know exactly how it's gonna go No, I no, can't No, <laughs> That's how it's gonna go No, I can't <laughs>
0: But, uh, yeah, I'll be in, uh, I'll be in Biloxi, Mississippi, El Paso and Midland, Texas, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday
1: next week. It's you traveling road, man.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> so I leave out uh, Friday morning and, okay. uh, travel to uh, Mississippi. And then, uh, the show is, uh. Friday, <clears throat> excuse me, Friday night. And then we fly to El Paso for the show Saturday night. And then we fly to Midland, uh, for the show Sunday night. Then I fly back home on Monday.
1: That's a lot of flying with this coronavirus out there,
0: man. Yeah, I know. The, the funny thing is, is I'm going to pass through Dallas three times in three days. Cause every, every connecting flight connects through Dallas. So, uh, so when we leave, uh, Mississippi. We fly to Dallas, then to El Paso, right. then we go back from El Paso back to Dallas, then to Midland, then back from Midland back to Dallas, and then from Dallas back to Chicago.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in and out of Dallas uh, airport three times in three days.
1: Too bad you couldn't get some kind of bonus or something for you know visits to Dallas. <laughs> You were, if you were on Facebook, I would say check in every time, man. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my road
0: story. Here I am. Selfie, selfie. Here I am again in Dallas. Here's my Insta story on Dallas.
1: Fucking Facebook, Instagram. Well, let me let me ask
0: you something because I'm I know what it is, but I'm not hip to it. Uh-huh. So, so the big, you know, I'm, I'm just going to run this down real quick. All right. So obviously the most popular or the, were the biggest social media, uh, that first, you know, first got took hold was MySpace,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that quickly died after Facebook came online.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: But then Twitter came online. Right. Then was
1: it Instagram or Snapchat? I think Instagram is first and then Snapchat because you're, you're missing. There's some other things. Snapchat was a branch. Snapchat was kind of like the evolution of uh, vine. Okay. Which came off of Twitter. So that's like a side branch. All right. And then Snapchat came out of that. So,
0: well, now but, the one that I'm seeing all the time now is TikTok. Yeah, TikTok is the now. Now, now what makes TikTok different than all of those other platforms?
1: Beats me. To me, it looks like it's exactly the same as Vine. Okay, so why is that so popular? Uh, Because it's quick and easy and stupid. It is. It's just quick, easy, stupid. I have no t- I have
0: no idea. I, I would never use it. I have no interest in it, but I just keep seeing it the name pop. Well this 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 they did this on TikTok. They did this on TikTok and it's just like, okay. So what happened to Instagram? What happened to Snapchat? What ha- you know? Instagram is still there. I know, but but that's not the hot item anymore. No.
1: Well, dude, they, it it just depends on the audience. Because, you know Anybody that's anybody that's grown a couple of hairs on their genitals doesn't use TikTok, you know. That's TikTok is for kids. Okay, again. And, and what basically happens is a new one comes out, the kids all adapt to it, and once their parents start getting onto it, then they go off of it and go on to the next thing. I see. That's really how it's gone. The kids were all over fucking Facebook long before the grownups were, but then the grownups jumped on Facebook, so then all the kids moved to Twitter. And it's, it's just a wave of things that people do. All right. And you know, Snapchat. The kids loved Snapchat because they could send fucking nakedness of of each other to each other. But then, you know, and then it disappeared. So it left no proof. Except then people figured out how to make it leave proof. <laughs> and, you know, and okay. and then and then it was useless. Okay. So they, so they moved on, and now they've moved on to TikTok apparently. Okay. But, I I don't understand the the whole appeal of TikTok. It's it's weird that you bring this up because I literally was looking at TikTok today for Pinball PA. All right? Cuz, you know, that's where the kids are going, so so I have to, you know, I have to keep up with it for that purpose, but but, you know, it's it, it's just another useless one and TikTok will be here for fucking Three months or six months, and then it'll be something else, yeah you know and, and there's so many of them that have come and gone you know what happened to Foursquare remember Foursquare that one, ten seconds that one doesn't really ring a bell with me Foursquare was kind of like the evolution of doing a check-in on Facebook okay you know how on Facebook well you don't know, but on Facebook people go to this business or whatever and they'll put hit a check-in. And the more check-ins a business has, it kind of shows that the business is popular. It used to, you know, I don't think anybody does it anymore, but, (laughs) but, but for a time that meant something. Okay. So then you had Foursquare where you would do a check-in on Foursquare and then Foursquare would kind of tell you, well, Hey, since you're here, there's also these other businesses. If you want to go get a sandwich or something after the show, you know, you can go here, 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 here. And then you'd do a check-in there on Foursquare. (laughs) Foursquare is dumb too. They're all dumb. <laughs> Every one of them. is I, d- dumb. I just
0: don't have enough time in my day to be worried about d- doing that.
1: Yeah, but look around you. Everybody else has their phone in their hand, twenty four seven. Yeah, You know, where is your phone right now?
0: Uh, it's over here to my to my left.
1: It is close to you, where you could actually. Well, wrap. yeah,
0: if that you know, if if I get a text or something during the show, but that yeah. rarely happens. I mean, you know, you never know.
1: Huh. Ha- do you ever forget it in your car?
0: Oh yeah, I'll do it all the time. Uh, I'll never do that.
1: Like that like if funny. I if
0: I run into say like Walgreens or something like that and I'm listening to a podcast or something, yeah. I just I just leave it in the car.
1: Oh no. <laughs> I'm the guy that I get in my car and I'm like, Oh fuck, where's my phone? And I gotta go back in the house and find my <laughs> phone. I can't just even if I'm just driving down the street. Yeah. If I Driving down the street to pick up a, I don't know, a six pack or something. If I don't have my phone, I go back in the house. Really? If I start driving down the street and all of a sudden I realize I'm listening, I'm not listening to anything. I'll be like, fuck, I forgot my phone. I'll turn around. <laughs> I will absolutely turn around and go get
0: yeah, my phone. That's, that's a horrific thing.
1: Dude, I, I can't live without it. No. I can't. I, I I cannot do it. I would be, if we ever have that pulse thing, I'll just die of of insanity of not having
0: my phone. Yeah. I I can't even imagine. I mean, I I'll just, you know, if I'm out and about and I'm going to run into a store for a minute or go to the grocery store or something like that. And I got to walk in and I got my phone plugged into my stick, you know, into my, uh, sound system in the car. And I was like listening to a podcast or something.
1: I just get out of the car and leave it in the passenger seat. And I keep headphones. I keep wireless headphones in the car. Just so that if I if I ever do venture into a store again that I'll I'll have headphones so I can keep the headphones and keep listening to whatever I'm listening to <laughs> and not have to deal with the fucking asshole in the store. Yeah. That's true. That's a hundred percent true. I I can't I'm I'm I've turned into data from Star Trek. Yeah. I have to connect it at all times. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care enough about it to even worry about it.
1: Yeah. I will say, though, you do pick up your phone. That's something most people don't. Well, I, I, I only pick it up if I know who's calling. Oh. <laughs> That's why my
0: calls get answered? Yeah. I I have, uh, let me look. Call I, I, I want to lo- look at how many calls I took this week. Going to look real quick. All
1: right. Jeez, I couldn't even do <laughs> that. Let me do my too.
0: I'm, I'm going to look. Um, I took three calls this week. Three calls. Three.
1: Go to recents. Well, let's see. I took one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten yesterday. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven the day before. One, two, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Twelve day before that. And then the twenty fifth. Eight more. Is that about sixty? <laughs> fifty calls? Yeah.
0: I took fifty, sixty calls. I, I took three this week. I took one from you and two from Don. <laughs> that was it. It's <laughs> all the calls I took all week.
1: Yeah. Well, I take a lot of calls. Well but again, I'm in business. I mean, that's my Yeah, business. yeah, yeah. But but personally I don't take calls. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. See, I look at this week. I barely talked to anybody on a personal basis. I think I talked to you once and I talked to Stephanie once and that's it. That's, that's the extent the rest of it. I was like, fuck everybody else. (laughs) Don't need to speak to them.
0: Right. See here. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And nine texts.
1: Oh my God! I, I'm not even going to try and count my texts. <laughs> I'm three, three calls, three calls,
0: and nine texts this week.
1: I'm not, dude. dude my texts. I, I have, I average about four thousand texts a month. So divide that by four. Thousand texts a week. <laughs> I'm always on my phone. Yeah. Always. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just leave me alone.
1: <laughs> Believe me, I, I'm trying to get to that point. I just can't. I just can't. I'm so I'm I'm busy. I'm always I mean, I do a lot of business stuff with my with my Well that's a little bit text. different. You you know, know, I, but I do. I text. I, I mean I do a lot of business with texting and with Facebook Messenger and, and with all that shit. I use everything to whatever medium they want to get a hold of me, I'm willing to take their fucking money. You can bank on that. I'm always willing to take money. Yeah. Always. Well, why not? Yeah. Huh? Can't complain, dude. I'm I'm having the best, the best run I've had in a very long time right now between the between the two businesses between IT and pinball PA. And it's like I, I'm gonna fucking whatever I got to do to make it work. I'm off in one of these weird sleep jags again where I'm not going to bed till like seven o'clock in the morning. Then I'm sleeping till like noon. <laughs> you know? I'm all over the map sleep wise, but it's because I'm so busy. Yeah. And I'm happy to be that busy because, you know, I mean, not everybody has a $20,000 month. You know, I was certainly happy to make 20 grand in the last 29 days. That yeah. fucking rules. You know, I love that. Well, grab it while
0: you can because that coronavirus is just going to kill all the businesses. Well, that's it. And-
1: and when I have the coronavirus, I'll have enough money to go to the doctor, apparently. Right. You know, thanks to the great president, I don't have to fucking buy insurance that I'm not going to use, so <laughs> I'll just pay cash for my, for my visit to the hospital. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God.
0: All uh, right. Well, I say we take a break now that I'm all warmed up and, you know, right. in a chatty mood and you seem the, like the darkness has left you.
1: Oh, no, I'm still angry and evil. (laughs) Well, I got a
0: request for a song here. It's a, it's a popular song. All right. One of our fans uh, wanting to hear it. I don't mind playing it. All right. Uh, Darren, uh, he wants to hear some mob rules. That's a good one. It is a good one. Plus it's the album that you broke into Black Sabbath with. Yes. So uh, just look at it that way. All right, I will. All right, well, we're going to take a break, play a couple tunes. We'll come back. We'll do some stuff. So here it is. It's uh, Black Sabbath with The Mob Rules exclusively here on your classic metal show. Hello, this is Giza Butler from Black Sabbath. You're listening to the classic metal show.